No Catch Up Chicago. What's up, my people? You are listening to No Catch Up Chicago. We focus on Chicago news first and everything else second. Weekly, the No Catch Up Chicago gang talks Chicago sports, culture, and avoids cornballs by any means necessary. It's done for Chicago and by Chicago. Listen up. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Nick the Quick in the building. Yes, sir. Just the two of us. We're talking straight sports talk. Oh, yeah. How you living? I'm good. You know, I had a nice drive down here. I got a chance to Yo, let me tell y'all a quick story. (laughs) Nick calls me like an hour before the show. He's like... Yo, it's supposed to rain and get windy, bro. I, I don't know about, bro, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't some... know if I'm going to be on time. Hey, let me tell y'all an even quicker story. <laughs> Sean's one of those people that hasn't, that hasn't driven consistently in like four or five years. So he's not, he doesn't think about those type of problems. I'm coming from the burbs. When I hear 40-mile-hour winds, thunderstorms, all types of shit like that, I'm, I'm not trying to get caught up on the E-Way, trying to get So if you're here. not in Chicago, just to let you know, just it's like sunny the other day outside. we casually asked me for a ride to the airport after the podcast. Like It's sunny. It's sunny <laughs> outside. Come on, man. And it's not raining and it's not windy at Oh, all. it's good now. Just yeah. to let you hey, wait. know. Hey, wait. Just to let everybody know I'm here, right? Just to let you know how scary. It. Just to know I how made it. You... <laughs> it's not scary. It's cautious. Just to let you know how scary people I'm 30, work. I'm 31, year, is, I'm 31 years old, man. I'm not, I'm not trying to get caught up in these in these storms and whatnot. But, yeah, I'm glad to be here. Hey, man, I'm glad you made it, Thanks, thanks for having me, man. I'm glad you made it safe yeah. and sound. <laughs> yeah, I'm out here right now, one piece. Let's see if I make it back. I might I'm be glad. a new co-host next week. I'm glad. But anyways, hey, on my drive down, I was listening yeah. to uh, to the little rant. Yes, big up. Yeah, big up to the little rant. I like hey, the title. At first, I didn't get it until you asked what people thought about the title, and then that's when I went back and looked at the title, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, a little." So if bro. you see, I respond on the Instagram. I was like, "Can we have a quick thought?" You know, I'm just trying to trying to play off your words yes. right there, like you. But uh, I listened to the little rant, man. It was good. Make sure y'all check <laughs> out a little rant, the new podcast <clears throat> on my own podcast. Did that, dropped that. I'm just talking shit, giving my little thoughts ever, every once in a while here and there, weekly, whatever. We'll see how, how it goes. But yeah, bro, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote down a couple couple thoughts on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? First off, um, yeah, let love, me get some feedback. Love the Nagy conversation, man. That you would definitely uh, said a lot of the same things that I would have said as far as like, I agree with you on that, is what I'm trying to say, I guess. Um, I hated his explanation. We're going to talk think, about the Bears here in a yeah, second, too. Yeah. I think he could have given a better explanation. The explanation didn't make any sense because he made it sound like the in-game reps. I, I mean, yeah, he made it sound like the in-game reps are, are the same thing as practice reps, which just couldn't be any further from the truth. If you don't want anybody to get hurt, just come out and say, look, I like where we're at right now. I don't want to risk any injuries. I don't want to show too much, whatever it might be. But making it sound like, hey, we got 2,000 reps in already, so what the hell is 25 or 30 more? That, that's just not true. These are reps against a different uh, team, in-game situations, right? Um, and just a completely different situation. Like playing against your own team, you know what the defense is running. You know what you're trying to do. It's not the same intensity of a game. There's not referees, all that stuff going on. So I think that when he said that, that was kind of the wrong Wrong explanation on that. So definitely like where you're at with that. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get into the Bears. Yeah. We're going to talk some baseball. Kopech is now in town. Yep. I know we're a little late, but we got to get our we got to get our thoughts off on that. Yep. And um, we're going to go through some Twitter trending topics. I got to get your – I got to pick your brain and get your thoughts Hit, on that. the trends. We got some funny shit I got to talk to you about. Hold on. I'm not done. I'm not done with the little rant. Okay. Yeah, I, st- yeah. I still got some little no, rant thoughts. Yeah. Uh, second thing is, it's two different Billy Beans. So when I first heard that he was talking about Billy Bean – 
I remember I had watched the movie. Yeah, wait, I was like, that dude wasn't same, gay. Dude? He had a kid and everything like that. No, this is a different Billy Bean who used to play baseball. Oh. Not Oakland Billy Bean. Okay, I, I didn't thought know the that. same thing. I'm remember like, there what? was the Brad Pitt. Was yeah, a Brad Pitt? Or, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, well, it's two, diff- two different. Yeah, two different what? Billy Beans. Um, and then the last thing is you're a hater. Listen, epic for that World Series rant. Epic, just, just. I had to, bro. Bro, watch something different. And if look, if you don't know what we're referencing, I closed out a little rant talking about the Little League World Series. I'm off the Little League World Series, bro. <laughs> I'm off the Little League World Series. I'm, I'm off it for different reasons. Especially if you're not putting the WNBA on ESPN like that. This is the play. WNBA playoffs is on. Oh, yeah. That's sure. not on well, ESPN I, they don't have running those, in primetime. Who has those rights? I don't know. I don't, I don't know where to find the WNBA playoffs. But what I'm but saying like, is like, yeah, people are getting behind a it. literal two-week block. Yeah. The Little League World Series owns all of ESPN's networks. Well, it's a boring two-week stretch of sports. What else are you going to put on? I mean, you, like you said, put SportsCenter on loop. Like, they already do that. Put SportsCenter on a loop oh, before wow. you put on the I didn't know that World it bothered Series. you that much just it, to change the channel. It bothers so me. So does the women's softball World Series thing bother you too when that takes over the network for a couple weeks? Yes. Does the spelling bee bother you? No, I rock with the spelling bee. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's funny though, man. When I heard you talking about that, I thought that was funny. But and do I, you feel me? No, Kids I don't. Like, Yo, not my at favorite all. player, Nolan Ryan. Yeah, that part is funny too. It's like, gee. Yeah, that part was please. funny too. But you know what? Um... The one thing I will say about that, man, is first off, let these kids have their moment. It's like the greatest thing that will ever happen to them in their lives. Yo, have the moment on ESPN+. Plus. But also. I don't need to see it on ESPN. Also. That's what I'm saying. If I can give a quick thought on this. Fuck the Little League World Series. I don't rock with them at all. What they did to the Duke, the kids from Chicago, was bullshit. You knew once they won, they had to find something wrong with it. And all they did was drag those kids Drag the coach and all that once it was all done. So fuck the Little League World Series for that reason right there. Not for them being on TV, not for them taking up programming, but for trying to take something right from those kids from the South Side of Chicago. Facts. I, yeah, that's I didn't even. To be honest, I completely forgot. Shout about out that. Jackie Robinson West. Yeah, keep doing your thing, and you know, it's par for the course. But yeah, Little League, I don't need to, <laughs> I don't need nothing to do with the Little League World Series. Bro. Uh, all right, man. You know, what I mean, that's that's it. yo the high school football. Cool. Yeah, I was watching There's a lot uh, of other stuff, bro. Spring ball. I was, you could be doing all types of stuff. I was watching uh, Illinois. It was, it was whoever, whoever the Illinois team was the other day that was on the high school football, I was checking it out. We got the first player from Illinois in over, I think, 50 years that committed to Alabama. He's a, I want to say he's a linebacker out of uh, whatever school that was out south, and he committed to Alabama. So I was watching that a little bit. You know, I like seeing that stuff. But, yeah, it was, that, was, right. that was interesting. They got whooped by the Ohio team, but. What'd you think of that soundboard clip? That take a nap. That was funny, man. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, that was bro. funny. <laughs> that was real funny. I'm, I'm I'm gonna incorporate that in every single but thing. Now, I whenever do. I see the Little League World Series, I'm just gonna think about you throwing a fit in the backseat of I mean, the car, taking a trying to take I'm a nap. Just, every time I every time I was turning up, like I'm like chilling. You know what I'm saying? I get my work done in the morning. I, I get to the crib and throw on some. I'm like, yo, let me check out SportsCenter real quick or Bomani Jones and the boys. You know what I mean? And I'm watching. Uh, North Korea versus Chinese Russia. <laughs> Shout out watching, Chinese Taipei. I'm watching Russia and uh, Russia and North Korea. That's that's wild. It's uh, fi- it's, it's 23 to three. Yeah. In the third inning. Yeah, you know I, I guess mean? it like, just bro, give it a please give it a rest. I guess it just doesn't bother me, man. I mean, I, I didn't even work last week, so I was home all week 
what, flipping through the TV, and I just found something else to watch. Because yeah. I just know right now, like, the sports situation it's is super dead. dead. It's just dead. It's about to pick up. Yeah, bro. you can watch baseball tonight if you want to. Yeah, I'm straight. I'm real straight. <laughs> All right, yo, we got to shout out the new addition to the studio. Oh. As you see to my right, the boy Michael Jordan. Do you Man. know where this cutout is from, Nick? Uh, your crib. Not for my. I know this. <laughs> I know this was the original cut. Like, where'd you had. get it? No, like, where is this? Like, also featured in a major, major subway way. Was it subway? This is from Home Alone oh. when he set up the trap on the train tracks. Yeah, this is the MJ he used, bro. That's why I copped. Shout out Home Alone. Shout out MJ. Shout out the cutout. It's now back in studio. Yeah. And to the right of MJ. Is the perfect segue into the Bears. Man. The Packers lose in 12 days, Bear Now. I wish I owned those uh those rosy this glasses that you got, man. I wish I could see life through that way, but I just I don't see it. I don't I, I feel like I come off as a Bears. Like I want to clear do. something for the people real yeah, quick. Clear it up. I want to clear something for the people right now. I am not a Bears hater. I'm a disgruntled, lifelong Bears follower. Right? And I'm and I'm and I'm pessimistic about it. And I don't want to get super excited for them because I've been let down for so long. I get the excitement. I get the optimism. I get that we have things to look forward to. I'm just not ready to say that in 12 days we're going to march into Lambeau Field and win. On your uh, the little rant, you said we will be competitive. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you, like, what do you define competitive? Like competitive in the mean? score? Or competitive in the sense that we're going to go there, we're not going to quit like we have in years past. The score, all that. Remember last year we quit against the Packers on that game with the Mike Lennon game? Like, we we don't want to play football anymore today. I was at that game. Yeah, that might not happen. That was one of the most miserable games I've ever been in. And it started Didn't you have three straight turnovers? Three straight possessions, we turned it over. Then the lightning came, and it was just, like, a terrible game. Yeah, it was brutal. It was like, get me out of here type shit. I see what you're saying as far as, like, if that's what you mean by compete. Like, are we going to go in there, go hard, not, you know, lay down? Yeah, for sure. I just, I think we have a long way to go before we win a game like that. Packers are just automatic ringers. It's not about the Packers. It is. It's not. It's about the Bears. For me, it's more about the Bears than it is about the Packers. I think the Well, it's about going into that stadium where we don't have success. Against that quarterback who it's we have not day. been successful against. It's a new regime. And it's the same day up there. It's a new regime. It's the same day up there. No, it's not, though. Yes, they it have, is. They have, their running game is wild sus. Their corners are rookies. They got a lot of shit. He's coming off an injury. Uh, I understand he's the best quarterback on planet Earth. He's still coming off an injury. Uh, he's still going to – He's. this is still going to be his first real game back. He's not going to be lights out, lights out like he is – like he's going to be week eight and nine. I disagree. I just fully disagree. I mean, I think I think he's up for this game. That season last, I mean, he got hurt last year. It didn't go the way he wanted to. I, I, I'm not that optimistic about how well we're going to do. There's certain things I want to see, right? Like you said, are we going to compete? Are we going to go hard? Are we not going to lay down? Yeah, for sure. I just don't have that optimism that week one is going to be that good for us. This thing is going to take time to come together. Like you even said it yourself, Trubisky is not like he looked great in the preseason. He wasn't lights out in the preseason. No, he wasn't. If that was if he was if he was putting on Chase Daniel type performances, like yeah, I'd be like, oh man, hey, we got something here. Dude, Chase Daniel, yeah, looked Chase like Daniel's out here balling. <laughs> Shout out Chase Daniel. I also I was looking up his stats. Dude's been in the league like seven years. I think he's thrown like five NFL actual passes in a real game, but just stays as a backup. Gee, stays getting a check every two dude, weeks. It's check. good. Yeah, big, big check. check. 
Um, obviously, you know, did you see that whole segment where he pretended to be an autograph seeker? Yeah, I thought that was that great. was hilarious. Yeah, he had the um, bucket hat on, yeah, with the glasses, and yeah, shit. yeah, super like suburban. Jay Belly was like, "That's Chase. He looked like Chase." <laughs> <laughs> um, so I thought that was funny. Obviously, yeah, yeah, I like what he's doing, but um, I'm just still, I'm not ready to say we're there yet. Fair, I'm or not are to... that close to where you know you make it sound like? But again, I'm not a Bears hater. I need to just get that get that yeah. out of the way. I'm just very pessimistic. Every <clears throat> thing I've said in the weeks, I, I kind of haven't even addressed this, but everything I've said on the little rant on this show with us is almost assuming that Trubisky is going to be solid. Yeah, like I haven't even addressed like like let's be honest, that shit is. That's the big, 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 big question mark. It's the biggest question mark. The biggest question mark. It's the biggest. Everything else falls in line after your quarterback's playing well. You can you can make up for a lot of different things. If he's not playing well, you cannot win ball games. So I'm just talking. I'm talking. I'm optimistic because first off, I think our run game and defense is nails right now. Yeah. Right. So if he comes in and plays solid, I think we're going to be good. But if he can come in, like I know everyone is super like. I guess this comes to my optimism again, but everyone's talking about what if he's bad? What if he comes out and he's lights out? Yeah, that'd be the best case yeah, scenario like what for if the Bears. He, what if he Jared Goff's us and comes out and he's lights uh, Just up? stop. I, I, the Jared Goff situation though. needs to stop. Why? Because it's a once in a. I don't. You know what? Again, I don't want to sound. I don't want to. What's sound different like about it though? It's a new regime. A new, a new regime. Offense, a young yeah, guy quarterback who struggled in his first year. What's right, comes in it? with a new offense, everything like that. I'm just saying that's not typical. No, it's a it's slower. Not. Generally, it's a slower progression. That's all I'm saying. Generally, it is a slower progression with that quarterback. So we have all these weapons, all these receivers. Now the pieces are there, but like you said, it's like we're operating under the assumption that Trubisky is going to make this gargantuan leap in year two because that's what he would have to do. Granted, the offense was not a good offense for him last year. We had Horrendous. no receivers. No the play receivers. calling was terrible. Play right? calling was terrible. But it's not like. We had, he had the one game where he really showed flash. I'm sorry, I forget who that was against, but some like 240 yards, Baltimore, couple touchdowns. That was against Baltimore. Yeah, um, yeah, and they got their own quarterback he wore issue. A fly but, ass suit too. That yeah, that's so what, that's what it was. But outside of that, it's just like, okay, <laughs> hey, what have we seen that's saying that he's going to make this leap? And even furthermore, when he was coming out, everybody said this is a three to four year guy. Right, no he's doubt. a project. It's all. It's a lot of talent. You got to give it time to put it together. I think everybody's being so excited and saying we're going to win more than seven games. Doing the barbershop the other day, put money on it with me for nine games. Nine games. You can sign me. I'll put the house on that. Optimism. If the Bears win, if the Bears win nine games, I'll do backflips on State Street. It's not. <laughs> it's not happening. You know what I mean? But again. I'm not looking at the wins losses. Are we going to make those improvements that we need to make? And that can happen without us going into Lambeau and winning. Let's, and I guess that's this, more this, my point. This is a perfect segue. Aaron, pull me up. Well, this is one piece is that the 53 man roster is going to be locked in here pretty soon. And yep. I was going through that. We're not going to go through that, but Oh, I, I will say this. I don't know how Tyler Bray is going to make any team in the world. <laughs> that's one of the worst quarterbacks I've Awful. ever seen yeah. in my whole life. Yeah. The fact that he can make, an NFL roster playing quarterback is but, is I it doesn't even make sense bro, to me. That that third string quarterback is is uh it's is it's it's really someone just to play that fourth game. Honestly, like he only carry two quarterbacks during the season. Yeah, he's just chill. no, you uh, you carry three. We carried uh we carried three last year. Who was the third? No, we picked up uh, Sanchez. Uh, I guess we did keep we Sanchez. Three. But that's because we had a rookie. 
That yeah. was part of it. They didn't want Glennon to get hurt in week one, and then you throw Trubisky in Okay, there. how about this? The fact that Tyler Bray is even on someone's, someone's roster to play the preseason is yeah. outrageous. And, and, yeah. How about that? I we can gonna, go. We, we, we'll drop the cap reference. We'll leave it at yeah, that. Know, All right. Yeah, exactly. But wait, this picture. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, one other thing you said uh, on, the, on this morning is uh, Jay Bellamy. Like, you know, hey, keep him as a special teams guy. Here's my thoughts on Jay Bellamy, right? Yeah. Great special teamer. Awesome special teamer. Atrocious. Zero value as a wideout. He has zero value as a wideout, right? So you, he was awful last year. Yeah, he was. He's been aw- he but was the awful. The whole offense was awful last year. He was aw- He was a special oh, brand of you awful. Want, you say you want my man Gentry out there? I, I'd take Tanner Gentry Is over him any day. Or That's you just keep the six receivers and you cut. You you know you let Bellamy go. And he has to be that that good on special teams to take a roster spot away from the fact that he's not a wide receiver that you can rely on. My two favorite players in it's Chicago Tanner sports Gentry. right now, Tanner Gentry, Antonio Blakeney. Yeah. I love them both. They keep, you know, yeah, a couple practice squad guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, don't, don't disrespect Blakeney like that. Yeah, Blakeney Gentry is like, a, yeah. Gentry's a, a practice squad guy. Right. But, all right, I want to get to this. This is Jay Glazer. You know Jay. Super plug. Fox. Fox yeah. Sports. He and Trubisky, this is Jay, Jay Glazer, and I quote, he and Trubisky could be married to each other for the next 13 years, the way that Sean Payton and Drew Brees have been. Talking about Matt Nagy. Yeah. Yo, Jay, Jay Glazer, go take a nap. Dude. Yeah. Don't Jay he, Glazer. Why, why are you even bringing that up? Well, because bro? that's what he does. Like, look, Glazer's cool. Like, it's fun to watch him and everything. But he's so plugged in with the players. And is such a player's guy. Yeah, he wants to sound he's, like he's never gonna come out there yeah. and be like, "Yo, Trubisky's trash." He never wants to offend anybody. He first off, he gets major money off of training these guys in the offseason. That's where he makes a lot of his yeah. cash from. He's they a all big come UFC down, guy. Yeah, they all come down to his gym and train and do that whole thing. So yeah. he's he's more of a rah rah type guy out there. He's not gonna ruffle any feathers. So I don't take too much stock in what he's saying. And don't thirteen like chill. We got to get him. We got to get the boy to play. How first. many coaches in the NFL have been at their team for 13 years? Drew Brees and, and Sean Payton. And the same quarterback. I guess Drew Brees and Sean Payton has now been 13 What's years, what I'm hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, forget about if you can, if you, if your team, well, I guess they go hand in hand, right? If you're, if you're a head coach in that National Football League for 13 years, you probably had the same quarterback. You probably had the same years. quarterback for those 13 years. <laughs> Facts. Or somewhere close. Right. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Or you went like farm to Rogers type shit. Yeah. Or something like that. Like, they're married for sure. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's Tomlin, Roethlisberger, that whole, the whole nine yards, yeah. I want to bring up this. So, like, this is one of the things that I talked about on a little rant, and I know you, I want to get your thoughts just on wax on this too, was the Matt Nagy decision to rest the guys. I, I just don't get it. So I wanted to go through. You know how comments get. This is the athletic. Yeah. And they have like a section where they'll just pose a question and let people drop comments on it. I actually just subscribed to the athletic last week. Finally. Let, let's get on some like Chad F. I'm fine with it. These games are terrible. Like, thanks for the input, Chad. Yeah. Like, keep that comment at the crib. <laughs> it's a hot take. Yeah. And this is and this got this got eleven likes, right? So one of the ones with twenty two likes, that was the highest I saw was hundred percent. This game is meaningless. If we are bad on offense coming uh, come opening night, it is not because our starters didn't play twenty five to thirty snaps in week three of the offseason. Is that did Nagy write that? Yeah, I don't know. Did Nagy log that's, in? That's literally exactly. Did yeah. lag? Did Nagy yeah, lag? No, <laughs> yeah. He's pulling a Brian Colangelo. 
He's Paul Colangelo. Did, did Nagy log into Tim K shit yeah, and yeah. write that? Yeah, like, it sounds okay, exactly what he said. Thanks, Tim. Yeah. You haven't thought about this at all. You just listened. He literally listened to Matt Nagy off the presser and wrote that comment. And it's not like, again, it's not like that. That that's just not true. Number one and number two, you can't downplay these twenty-five to thirty snaps in real live action. Again, remember. Trubisky's learning Nagy. Nagy's learning Trubisky. Facts. On the field is a good way to learn what one can do. There are game situations that you cannot replicate in practice. Period. You can't replicate the crowd, right? Which plays a huge factor in the game. Especially if you're driving down the field at home or away. It plays a huge factor in the game. You can't replicate the refs. You know what I mean? The weather, the different situations, the travel. The fact that you're traveling in certain some of these games, you're traveling and staying in a hotel. Um, whatever it might be, all that different stuff, that pregame stuff, or even when you're at home, these guys stay in hotels. Um, all that pregame stuff, you can't replicate all of that in practice. In practice, you can just call plays and run them and see how they look. But you're playing against an, a defense that you haven't seen before, that's throwing looks at you that you haven't seen before, that you don't practice against every day, that is interested in hurting, hurting your quarterback and hitting other players hard, right? That doesn't happen in practice. The defense isn't trying to kill the offense because that's not for the best of the football club, especially not the quarterback. He needs to feel real pressure that might actually get into his face like it will be on Sunday. Um, but I agree 100%. Yeah. I think his whole explanation about the 30 snaps aren't going to affect – but he basically said the 30 snaps aren't going to affect us being a good football team right. and a good football offense week one. I also, but that's still 30 reps that – you're getting in a I, I kept saying this over and over and over again. It's still 30 reps that you get in a live game against ones that doesn't count. That is invaluable. A hundred percent. Like if I could play against Von Miller and those boys for 30, 30 reps and they don't count, like le, yo, legit doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Anything can happen. He could literally go out there, throw six NOs, fumble the ball three times. But he'll get to experience that different stuff. Yeah. And then week one, it's clean slate. We go in there, we're cruising. Right, 100%. And it's just a bold statement for Nagy to take, considering he is a new head coach, right? It's like, hey, I know. I know that these preseason games don't That's matter. That's how he comes I, off, And though. he came off, yeah. And I kind of do like that in him. Yeah, I do, I too. think he'll have a good time with the media here, especially when things go well, – not when things – if things go south at any point. Like, I think he's an honest guy. He's very yeah. straightforward. Or when things go well, whatever it might be, I think you're going to get – I like that, man. He's obviously just not as media trained as some of these other guys are, right? Foxers wouldn't tell you anything. Um, so, yeah, I, I do like that. I like the boldness, but I, I also think it is, again, a bold move. Did you see that clip of them with Matt Nagy in the locker room? Nah, after so the I win? heard you talk about that. Oh, man, it. you got to watch this. Yeah. I wish, I, I, since we're <laughs> live streaming, I don't want to pull it up. This is, it'll be wild slow. Yeah. But basically, Nagy... Had the dude first off, he was dialed. Right. It probably had something to do a little bit with them beating the Chiefs as well, because that's you know Andy Reid, yeah. whatever. Um, but he was fired up. The players were fired up, and you can tell they were responding with him. You can tell the uh, the locker room is engaged and together and light and anticipating the season, what's to come. Um, last year was had to be. I wasn't in the locker room, obviously, but it had to be like we're going into the season to get slaughtered. Yeah, like especially once they saw Glennon play. No, no this is what I'm saying, yeah. though, right? Like yeah. we're we literally have no shot in doing anything yeah. at any point this season. Right. Like, 
I mean, I think Vic Fangio maybe got the defense to get rolling, but like, especially on offense, like they were just like, man, this is going to be a rough fucking yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it was sick to see them fired up, riled up. And even Prince of Mukamura came out and said, Nagy called for like a team meeting and someone in the back yelled, are we all being traded for Khalil Mack? Hey. You know what I'm saying? But like it, it shows how light the team is and like how yeah. engaged and like how it's like a family type of feel. Like he a player felt comfortable yelling Saying that out. That, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's good to hear. I wish. Man, I need him. I wish. I want him. Khalil. That'd be I don't sick. know what they're doing. I heard a I heard a great point. I forget who it was on uh man, it was last night on Sports Center, and he was like, In today's NFL, it's monopoly money. If you have a player like Khalil Mack, you pay him and worry about it later. The salary cap goes up every single year. You pay him and worry about it later. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what you're doing with Aaron Donald. Um, Is this somebody else holding out to? Or is it just Donald and Mack? Donald, Mack, um, OBJ just got his OBJ got paid. Got paid. That was awesome. Um, I thought there someone? was somebody else who's holding out that I was reading about. I was like, I oh, know, yeah, Julio, he's not in Julio camp. Julio was talking shit. Yeah, Julio, but he yeah. didn't. He didn't show up to camp. He's not going to play all preseason. He doesn't. He doesn't yeah, need he to. He doesn't need to. He's an animal. He doesn't need to. Um, I, I feel like wide receiver is one of those positions where it's Oh, just, maybe yeah. Dez? Is that who you're talking about? No, nah, Dez just isn't signed. He's got a couple offers. He hasn't I thought taken, somebody though. else was holding out. But either way, Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack easily, what, I think Aaron Donald was defensive player last year, right? Yeah. And the year before it was Khalil Mack. Yeah. So I, I just don't I don't get why you're playing hardball with these two cornerstones of your franchise type guys at two premium positions in the NFL. Yes, premium rushers, pass rushers. Dude, and Donald is a pass rusher and, and jams the middle and up. jams the middle. Like he's, he he's, does it all. He's, he's a, a phenomenal yeah. defensive lineman. And Khalil Mack is an animal. This is the thing about Khalil Mack that'll be that makes it extra worse because say um, this is just saying he leaves Oakland. They're talking us or the Packers. Yeah. So if we don't get him, we got to see the motherfucker twice. Yeah. Like, that's the worst part yeah, about 100%. it. Yeah, 100%. I guess we won't see him this – we probably won't see him week once. Maybe we'll have to see him once this year if he were to go to the Packers. I don't, but, man, that would hurt. I can't see a situation in, in which I, I just – I don't see them not signing him, but I don't understand what the holdup is. Yeah. You know, this isn't – yeah, I, I just don't – and these are the young guys who are just trying to get out that fifth year pretty yeah, much, Yeah, he's right? already fined like $2.5 million. He doesn't give a something. fuck. He's, he's, he's his agent's yeah. bankroll in that whole situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. We're playing hardball. Well, I don't think that – this. I, don't, I wonder how that shit works. Like, is, is he supposed to be paying this, like, right now? Like, you're fined? Do you have I to pay? I don't know. He's just like, no, I'm not paying that shit anyway. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a parking ticket. Like, yeah, I'll pay, pay, I'll pay it when I show up. I'll pay it when I show up. Take it out my next contract. But yeah, definitely shout out OBJ for getting that money. I mean, they, I don't know why they were fucking around either. Gee, how you feel about going to Lambo for week one? What's up? I've been to Lambo, man. I went to. I was at the Des Bryant catch game. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, it was freezing. Was freezing. I wish it was freezing. It no? was fucking a ne- negative like three thousand. Oh. It was beyond freezing, bro. That shit was. <laughs> I'm like, what? No, nah, hell no. Nah. Freezing would have been about fifty degrees warmer. That shit, I had on two down coats and it was still cold. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What's up with it? We should go. Should check gotta, it out. I got to look into a couple things, but yeah. I think that'd be dope, man. I need to feel that energy. Yeah. We're Super Bowl champ. We're, we're, we're first in the division right now. You yeah. Know I need super, to feel that. Super Bowl champs right that, now. That, <laughs> you about to say? That anticipation. Hey, I'll come around, man. Maybe, 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 maybe I'll, I'll try to come around, man. You're going to be dialed up. I'll try. I'm always dialed up. You're I gonna, love the Bears, man. Like, yeah. I, I fully love the Chicago Bears. 
And that's why it hurts Honestly, me so much. I'm more like you more times than not. I don't know what's got into me, but. Yeah, you got a lot of optimism on this. Man, I'm so optimistic. It's, I can like almost see it. It's almost like you're opposite of your whole of the whole approach to the Bulls season this year, which yeah. killed you. Like I feel like every day the Bulls season just killed you sloppily Yo, it until really there's did. nothing left. <laughs> well, because we were fucking up what we were supposed to do, and then yeah. we were still awful. Like it was just like it's just it they was fucked up the it rebuild. Was so bad. We fucked up the rebuild. Not maybe not. We got but, Wendell Carter though. Man, yeah, no, and he can play. And he can play. So, but I mean, man, like. Should we try not to get Wendell? You feel me? Yeah, for we real. tried to pick a. We tried to get Colin Sexton. Yeah, <laughs> young bull. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Yo, that's cool. my that's 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 my favorite player in the NBA right now. Colin Sexton. Go ahead, so young, young Colin Sexton might give him twenty five a game next year on thirty five percent shooting. On oh, Cleveland, yeah, they're gonna be bad. They're man. gonna be real bad. No catch up, Chicago. All right, let's jump over to baseball. We're not going to touch too, too much on it because it looks like the Cubs have distanced themselves. They've been rolling now in the NL yeah. Central. The Cardinals were um, pushing for there for a minute, right? And, yeah, yeah. The Brewers well, they never go like away. usual. But, yeah. The Cardinals never go away, but never. they're still behind. So, yep. we'll talk about that. I want to talk about the atmosphere of baseball with this Michael Kopech thing. Yeah. Shout out to Pell Hose Report. If you haven't listened to that, go check that out. Pat Voigt dropped some real knowledge on the Kopech situation. Um, it was really good. It was really interesting. Check that out. A Pell yeah. Hose Report. Um, what'd you think? What uh, do you think? What do you think of the guy? Here's what I thought about it. I'm a, I'm a White Sox fan. It's the first game that I watched this year. Facts. So, and I actually like, it was appointment TV for me. Like I yes, set to record. Yep, I and, you know, part of it was kind of getting caught up in the hype. Cause it, it's been a couple of years since I've really followed the team. Cause I, one thing I can't do, like I can watch bad basketball. I can't watch bad baseball. Has he pitched again? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Either. Um, and it got rained out, but, yeah. um, I can't watch bad baseball, right? Like, I can't sit there and try to watch, you know, Yon Makata's development. You know what I mean? I just, it's hard for me to do that because I don't love baseball enough to sit there and watch a bad team. But I will say that uh, I watched all the Kopech two-inning debut. I thought he looked great um, from a baseball perspective. And like you said in the group text message, he's a stud. He's a stud, bro. He's a stud, man. He's, he's, out, he's clearly out here living his life. He's, he's clearly out here. You know, he moved on from uh, the reality TV chick to his new chick who's bad. Yeah. You know. Black um, joint. Yeah. I see you, Tall, Mike. blonde-haired, Texan kid, you know. Strong. He's strong. He's, Look, he's, he's big, he's, dude. Dude, he's fucking loaded he's up. Fucking jacked up. Huge. He's big. Yeah. He's huge. Yeah. Um, And, man, he was throwing that ball. And he wasn't even throwing his his highest stuff. You know what I mean? He was... uh. He was kind of out there keeping a little bit lower as far as the velocity and everything, but he now, was still getting people out. Now, so you, I will say so this, you were. Now I will say the hype machine. Everyone's like he was just throwing it up there easy. Yeah. Like he was hitting like ninety six, ninety seven. But they're saying he can he can hit a hundred. He'll be hitting a hundred in no time, well, easy. Okay, with so good let me pitches. get this straight. Why aren't you hitting a hundred on your major league debut? What is he holding? What is he holding back? I don't know. I don't know Maybe if he's hitting hundred consistently. Maybe they told him just to I chill. Don't he, I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's doing that. I think that's a little bit of hype. So machine. you think that's some hype? I think that's a little bit of a hype train. Yeah. I think he's he'll, he'll be around 96, 97. Yeah, which but is like phenomenal. This this one hundred one on one consistently shit is that's that's blasphemy. He, he doesn't got. The Bobby Jinx that. 106. Yeah, like no, nah, he's not doing that. <laughs> Remember Bobby Jinx? Shout yeah, out Bobby shout Jinx. Out. Throwing straight gas. Yeah. Like gas. One pitch. What was he like? Number 56 or something? Yeah, shit? remember uh remember 
Um, Ozzy <laughs> would do this when he wanted to get him out. Bobby yeah, Jenks. Bobby Jenks is a flamethrower. <laughs> Bro, he was in like 104, 105. It was ridiculous. Dude, what is Ozzy on? Is uh, he still doing TV shit? Dude, he did a, he did, um, he did a podcast. He did uh, talking baseball or baseball socks talk with like some, not Bruce Levine, the socks guy from uh, the score host a podcast. And he had Ozzy on there. Yeah. It was a two-parter of Ozzy just going off, talking all types of Ozzy shit. And it was one of the most entertaining things I've ever listened to in my entire life. Because <laughs> he still he still doesn't really speak English, yeah. but it makes sense. Yeah. I just like, I like Ozzy, man. Yeah, I love Ozzy. Dude, Ozzy brought a title, bro. Ozzy will be a legend forever for that. Like, uh, what did he say? I think he called Maglio Ordonez a bad, a, a word that he shouldn't use. Yeah. And so... <laughs> Um, he was like, so they asked him about it. He's like, you know, I apologize for using the gay slayer and everything, but Maglio Ordonez is still a piece of shit. <laughs> like, this is while he was managing the White Sox. It's like Maglio, he called him a Venezuelan piece of shit. But it he's was, still a piece of yeah, shit. He's still a piece like, of shit. I apologize for using that word, but Maglio Ordonez is still a piece of shit. Don't get it. Don't get it. Twisted. It was like shit, shit. C H I T. Don't great. get it twisted. But uh, yeah, back on Kopeck, man. Yeah, definitely again, just a stud, man. Check out his Instagram if you haven't. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm about to pull it yeah. up right now. I will say this. Before we get to his Instagram, I didn't see. I mean, listen, it's his first start, all that. I didn't see any type of like. He threw a couple breaking balls that were all right, but I if if he can add that out out pitch, yeah, all he needs is two pitches. Oh, that's all. When you you're do. throwing that hard, yeah, all you need is two. Right. If you can get a dummy change, <clears throat> like that's why Scherzer's so filthy. <laughs> Because he's throwing 97, 98 right. and has like three or four pitches, like out pitches that he could like drop on you. It was like Pedro Martinez. Martinez right. had the whole, had the whole, the whole full gambit. Yeah. yeah. So that's what, that's what, if he can close that out and get that shit locked in, because I think in AAA, you come up and you can throw 98, you could throw that shit seven pitches in a row. And yeah. Be good. And a lot of hitters can't hit that. And dude, in, in the major, show, they can hit the that. In the show, they're following that yeah. off, following that yeah. off, waiting for something they like, following it off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Until you make a mistake, then it's a double down the line. But yeah, dude, I thought the atmosphere was sick. Yeah. It was dope to see a bunch of people. At, yo, I'm not a Sox fan, but it's still nice to see a lot of people. Over it's there. a fun park, man. You yeah. and I have had a lot of good times at that yeah, park. Man. I mean, it's a lot. It's good to see people there. You know, they're not going to show up for shitty baseball. I think they had a game last year where it was like 900 people showed up or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's cold. Tough. Um, so it's tough. It's not like the Cubs. But, yeah, it, it was awesome to see that place rocking, man. Pull up this Instagram for me, Aaron. Let me see. Let, I want to get your thoughts on this. Like, this guy's a socialite. Like, let's keep it 100, right? Yeah, he's out kicking it. Is that going to be – how do you feel about – how do you think that's going to play in the media if he were to start struggling? Like, is, are they instantly going to go to that, well, this is what he was doing on, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if they catch him on his girl's story, because they're going to be looking at all that yeah. stuff, right? Like, yeah. oh, well, he was in L.A. last week because et cetera, et cetera. Like, how do you, how's the Chicago media going to deal with that? To think? me, personally, it's not going to bother me um, because... Again, if you don't think that these guys live their lives and just like regular people, like baseball is his job. He's got a whole life outside of that of things he's going to do. He's young. He's got some money in his pocket. He's going to enjoy it. As far as how the media might take it, you got these old baseball in particular, right, which is a dinosaur sport 
with dinosaur writers and dinosaur unwritten rules. Let's just get that out the way right now. The whole not being able to show up the picture and all that bullshit. I've always thought that's stupid. That's why I love Bryce Harper and what he says about it. Why can't you celebrate a home run? You know what I mean? You should be able to. Whatever. So because those baseball writers are so archaic, like, yeah, they probably will hand him for it. He probably will get some pushback when he struggles. The good thing he has going for him is he he doesn't play on the north side. Yeah, that, I mean, it's funny you say that because, yeah, I mean, that, that just added pressure. Yeah. But, yeah, man, you know how it goes. If you're pitching well, he could do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. He starts pitching poorly, they're going to they're gonna nitpick at his personal life and having a famous girlfriend and all that, 100%. And that's just that baseball, man. That's, that's what really kills me about baseball. Like, they're just stuck in their way. I forget, man, I wish I could remember who they were talking about on the radio, and uh, they were asking Bruce Levine about it. And he's like, you know, are they going to oh, – fuck, I'm not even going to tell the story because I can't remember who it was yeah. about. But uh, pretty much just the old thing. Like, these writers, they hold grudges against players for the dumbest reasons. Sometimes and, they're not even baseball crazy reasons. how the media – you can legit – they can – they have a big impact on your career. Yeah. So, like, you want to have good relationships with those guys. And if, if the media turns on you, the media can keep you in the league. Yeah. They can get, they can get you out of the league as well. Like, yeah. there's a lot of bummies that are in the league just because, like, they, they're media. The media, media yeah, they get good articles written about yeah, them, like, and people like them, and yeah. yeah. And they, they, they slap that clubhouse guy tag yeah, on Yeah, but if you're shitty with the like, media, they can they can just tear you down to where nobody's going to want to bring you yeah. in. Absolutely. Yeah, and then and then, the, and then the media gets super pissed when you're a guy like Barry Bonds, and they don't – but you can't do shit It doesn't really matter. Because he does anything he wants. He does anything he wants because he's, he's unbelievable, yeah. Yeah, so, like, then that's – like It's like a T.O. situation. You have to – yeah, I was literally going to say, it's like T.O. Like you have to be that talented to where it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like Iverson. And I don't even think Iverson was bad with the media. He just yeah. didn't really necessarily give a fuck yeah. about anything. But um, when you're that talented, it really doesn't matter. But, yeah, they can absolutely run you out of the league, especially in a town like Chicago. Absolutely. Where you have these old school media members who hold a lot of weight within the organizations and around the league, right? Yeah. You know, if some of these Chicago writers write something negative about you, it's not like someone from – the Jacksonville Times writing about you, right? Something from the Tribune, something from the Sun-Times gets circulated nationally. You know what I mean? So that becomes the perception of you. And when you come, when you go, try to go to a new team, who are these writers going to ask about when they want to talk about that player that might be rumored to sign with your team? They're going to call up their local sports writers that they know in Chicago. Hey, tell me about X player. Yeah, uh, you've been following asshole. the Cubs for whatever, whatever. Yeah, he's a, yeah you've been following him. Yeah. Oh, he's an asshole, man. You don't want him. Yeah. There were stories about him in the clubhouse doing this, that, and third, and that's how that shit gets passed around. 100% right. Definitely. And I think baseball is the worst at it. I hate – I yeah, I don't want to rant on baseball, but I, yeah, I hate baseball, that written yeah. rule shit to me is so stupid. Yeah, no, I don't – it's so stupid. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. You oh, you know what it was? You'll appreciate this. It wasn't about the Hall of Fame. It was about the MVP this year and Javi Baez. They were like, well, there'll be certain writers who won't vote for Javi because of his style. And because he's he's exciting, or not exciting, but you know, he's demonstrative and he plays with all this passion and energy. And I'm saying if you're these not are all gonna, positive things, by the yeah, way. Yeah, these are all good things that you generally want in sports, right? Yeah. Yeah. So why would you not vote for this dude because of that? You just want somebody boring? Like, I don't get that. I don't get why baseball – that's what holds baseball back. Part of what holds baseball back, if they don't realize that they're kind of – they've been lost their grip as America's pastime or the most popular sport in America, right? That's been gone. You're like a distant third now. Um, let some of that shit go. Let Javi have fun. Javi Baez is good for baseball. He's marketable. He's 
unbelievably he's good. Young, for he plays in third largest market in Major League Baseball, and he's and, exciting. And you can market that. And there's tons of Hispanic people in the country. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, endless market. He appeals to a ton of different people, man. He looks like the type of dude you and I would go have a beer with. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he, why would you? Why would you want to suppress that? Why would you want to say we're not going to vote you for MVP because you don't do it like Mike Trout? I agree. Don't even get me started on that type of stuff. Yeah, of yeah. course. I agree wholeheartedly. So, you know, whatever. And then the other thing I saw is, speaking of Trout, they were like, well, the media members hold it against Trout because he's boring. And it's like, what how can you, you win? Yeah, what do you want him to do? Mike Trout is <laughs> one of the best fucking baseball players yeah. in a long time. Long if you look time. at his numbers, yeah. he's an all-timer already. So, what, he doesn't want to talk to anybody? He's boring? That's fine. Just, dude, you got to let these people be who they are. Like those that you're 100 right. The writers can control the narrative so much based on what they like, so and they important. write positive pieces about the players that they like. Just like Cutler never had a chance in this city. Now he didn't follow it up with his play, but he also that he came in like, yeah, this dude's an asshole, yeah, and just follows you forever. Where do these stories come from? They all come from the sports. You writers. just don't get any slack. None. You don't get any slack. None. When you're an asshole. Or if you're like wishy washy, <laughs> or you're, you know, what I'm saying you're not. You, your relationships aren't very good. Yeah. You're toast, bro. Yeah. You start playing bad. Next, we got to get this right. guy out of here. Now, if you have a dope relationship, man, it seems like you can get a lot of extra runway. Right. No doubt. Well, you can be great with, and even you can still be great with the media, and they'll still tear you down, like LeBron. You know, LeBron is phenomenal with the media, but they still find a reason for it. You no, just can't. I don't know about that. You don't think he's good with the media? No, no, I don't. When, who's who's pulling him down outside the president? LeBron? Yeah. Oh, the, the topic who's is dragging, like a, Who's dragging Not LeBron? like a local writer, but I mean, the topic is always some negative shit on LeBron. What about this, like, losing titles? Losing titles. Yeah, every little no, thing he does. I and that comes know. with the territory for him. So, but I mean, yeah, either way, the, the media is 100%, um, especially though, yeah, the sports writers, are they're, they're vengeful, and they do control yeah. the whole fucking narrative for you. No catch-up, Chicago. All right, let's jump over to a couple of the trending topics that were on Twitter. I'm going to get to one that we could talk about a little bit. I want to get your thoughts on Manu retiring. Yeah. I love Manu. Love him. Legend. Unique. Unique. Yeah. And um, talk to me about your favorite. Like, what do you like about Manu? And if you have a moment off the top of your dome, give me that, too. I don't know if I have a moment in particular with Manu. Um, I remember when he first came in the league, ESPN or ESPN the magazine, that's how long ago it was. ESPN the magazine ran this story on him, and he was in a picture wearing stirrups and cowboy boots, like saying, welcome to the Spurs, because he was already a well-known player coming over internationally, yeah. everything like that. Um, so I don't necessarily know if I have a favorite moment for him. The thing that I appreciate about Manu is – He's one of the most unique players that we'll ever see in the NBA as far as how he got his buckets, the way he went about doing it, some of the acrobatic shots. Um, just an exciting player, man. I loved watching Mondu. And the fact that he was able to reinvent himself several times in his career, right? He went from starter to six man, took that role gladly, and excelled in it, right? Not too many players can do that. Or uh, And this was not when he was washed up. I mean, he was still, like, in the prime of his career. Um so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've always been a Manu fan, man. Just unique. 762 and 295. 762. That, the, this, that's his record in the league. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. That's 72% best winning percentage in NBA history among 1,000 for 1,000 appearances. That's crazy. 762 and 295. Yeah. That's nuts. That's nuts. What's four titles? 
four titles. Nah, three. He wasn't on the first one. Nah, four titles. Four? Yeah, four titles, couple all-stars. Um, Manu's great. The one thing that I will the the one thing I really remember about Manu, or not remember, he's not fucking dead, but <laughs> Manu. Manu that I liked about Manu is that he was just fearless, bro, and he yeah. didn't really care. And I think a lot of that comes from Pop. Like he came over, he's like, "Yo, play your game." Yep. Like Pop didn't try to change his the he Euro shoot threes or like he didn't, yeah. he didn't try to change his game. He was kind of a wild card. He was just fearless, man. He didn't care. He'd go to the bucket. He'd try to punch on you. He was not scared of taking big shots. Nope, none of that stuff. Acrobatic, yeah, that whole that whole the whole thing, crazy footwork. Like yeah. you said, that Euro step. I mean, James Harden has taken that and legit, completely completely modeled his entire game after he it. He legit brought that move to the league. Yeah. No one was doing that Nobody. before he came over here with that. And yeah. everybody was like, What is that? Is that a walk? What how is like what what's yeah. happening right now? Yeah. And then dude, it's taken off and it'll it'll be a staple in the game. Yeah. If you forever. If, if you have a successful Euro step, it should could be unguardable. Yeah. Dwayne Wade. James Harden. Jo- Dwayne Wade owes Mono Ginobili tons of buckets. James Harden. Well, you know what? So Dwayne Wade is what Manu Ginobili would have been with uber athleticism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, yo, that's actually like an uber like athletic. Yeah, an uber athletic Manu Ginobili is Dwayne Wade, but Dwayne Wade is a better player. Oh well, yeah, he's yeah, yeah he's over more talented the course of his career. Yeah, but yeah, sure. um, yeah, yo, I almost got I got trolled by a fake Dirk Nowitzki. Not trolled, but I got caught up by a fake Dirk Nowitzki account the other day. Yeah. So yeah, I was on Twitter. Um, <laughs> and this dude, I should have noticed it. The dude's name, it looked like it said Dirk Nowitzki when I went back and looked at it. Because I'm like, I'm, these tweets don't make sense. It right. said Dick Nowitzki. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so Dwayne Wade, had real Dwayne Wade, had tweeted out his stats from that finals against uh, the Mavs. Yeah. And um, <laughs> this Dick Nowitzki account. The free, throw, the free throw finals? No, no, no. Yeah, the free throw finals, yeah. right? And this Dick Nowitzki account was like, yeah. You left out your 97 free throws or something like that. And I was like, damn, Dirk is really bold in his, yeah, in his yeah. old days. And I just kept reading it, and I'm like, hold on. This shit doesn't make any sense. Yeah. He's not that bold. Yeah, yeah, and it was Dick Nowitzki. But definitely remember that finals where uh, Dwayne Wade literally lived at the free throw line. Oh, my God. I've never seen anything like <laughs> that in my life. Yeah. He, he was literally taking 20 free throws a yeah, game. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. All right. But, yeah, shout out Manu for sure. Shout man. out Great Manu, career, man. man. Great career. Whatever he does. You know what's crazy? Nobody's left from that, uh, that core. Tony Parker's in Charlotte. Oh, yeah. There's no, one, oh, no one's yeah, left. No one's left. Like, remaining. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that shit's over, man. Yeah. It's a fucking insane run, though. Pop will run it back. Insane run. Honestly, I don't know how much... Pop loves hoops, but I think... all oh, Like, the, he, seeing wife. all those guys leave... And his wife died. Yeah, like, I don't know how much... I mean, well, I don't know. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that, but I could see him stepping away, but I could also just see him coaching forever. Yeah, what fuck else, it. What else am I going to do? My, I don't Yeah, my wife. Uh, yeah, dude, yeah. RIP to his wife. Yeah. His wife's not around anymore. He's like, fuck it. I'll just coach ball, I guess, and hang out with these guys. But that, that's got to be still gonna. I still think they're going to be very competitive this year. Yeah. Hey, I need your – I need – pull me up real quick, Aaron. I need your first thought on this. A sex brothel is opening up in Toronto. And this is related Shout out to Toronto. You still haven't is, been, have you? No, I haven't. Shout out Toronto. And this Shout is, out to Six. And this is related to No Catch Up Chicago <laughs> because Toronto's our sister city. Yep. I still got to get out there. I got to go check that out. Oh, man. What are your first thoughts on a sex brothel made up of sex dolls, silicone sex dolls? I, I, 
It's the dog days of summer, folks. Yeah. The sports is not here. I don't know. Hey, man. I'd rather... I don't know. I'd rather... My point guard go do that than a lot of other shit, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. I don't want my point guard having sex with silicone dolls. Hey, man. If, if he ain't got... If, hey, well, let me back it up. <laughs> to each... His or her own. So if you're into having sex with silicone dolls, that is your prerogative. You go ahead and do it. For me, that is very strange. That is, it's super strange. It's super strange. Like, I, isn't the whole point of the sex doll so that you have something at home that you can, you know, hump on yeah, when you get that feeling? Yeah, but they're expensive, my G. So you go and pay for, <laughs> you go and pay for 15 minutes with one? They're expensive. So can you, you imagine it. how you feel after you're done? You gotta like, feel like a you're like complete... you look down and you're just like, oh shit! Like <laughs> you gotta put your clothes on and she's not moving. <laughs> you gotta wipe her off. <laughs> no, I'm, so no, yeah, you gotta this, feel. This, you gotta feel. You really, gotta really feel. Bad. Yeah, after that moment of truth, you really gotta feel bad. I think it just comes down to people will do anything to make some money. Yeah, and if there's a market out there for that, it's in a strip mall, G. Yeah, like it's gonna be next to like. <laughs> regular like regular shit like so are rubbing tugs <laughs> true but it's like that's what i'm saying it's like damn like this is gonna be in the strip mall just anybody can stop through go grab some jack-in-the-box and hit the imagine if you went to the, the, se the sex doll brothel and it's like next to like you know like a pop and breakfast spot like you yeah. walk out and like you see your neighbor yeah what do you do if you're a bit <laughs> What do you do if you're a business owner and the sex doll, the 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 sex brothel, doll brothel, opens up next? You got to depends on what kind of business you own. If you're a bar, you're happy. Facts, I guess. <laughs> that's oh man, that's so depressing. You just had sex with a doll. You need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Creep. <laughs> nah, I mean, bro, I. When you told me this before, when we were when I was walking up, um, I I don't know how to think about it. I don't. I just. Not much to say. Is it bro. cheaper than a regular brothel? Well, it's not illegal, right? That's the yeah, other it's piece. Actually, not illegal. You know what I'm saying? So I guess Which you could. Prostitution shouldn't be illegal, anyways. But we can touch on that. Oh, that's a, wow. That's that's a loaded. Statement. I believe in. I believe. <laughs> I believe in a lot of vices shouldn't be illegal. I think a lot. Like, I, I, you be if, able to do what you want to do. If prostitution is regulated, tested, everything like that, and is not like contributing to the spread of like STDs and things like that, why not? Who, it's a victimless crime. It's like sports betting to me. The only person who's taking a risk is the person who's going to do it. Yeah, I don't know if it's... Well, victimless is tough because... Not street prostitution, but like Amsterdam type shit. Oh, okay. Or bunny yeah. ranch. Right. Why can't you have a bunny ranch? Yeah. I'd be all for all that. That's revenue to me. You can tax the shit out of it. That is revenue. But bunny, what's what's wrong with the bunny ranch? I mean, what what who does that hurt? Stick that shit way out in fucking Lake County somewhere. Put in Gary like everything else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Look, Gary will take it any day. Indiana will take that shit right now. They already got one. Put it in Hammond, bro. Yeah, they call this shit the Squirrel Ranch on Gary. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm big. You know me. I believe in legalization of, of weed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Prostitution, gambling, love the sports betting is legal now. Another yeah. really, truly victimless crime. Truly.
Like maybe back in like the 40s when the mob controlled it and they could sway influence and shit, but now everybody sports bets. Yeah, it does. That's and true. we've been doing and fantasy football is sports gambling and don't let the NFL tell you difference and they're wholeheartedly behind that shit. Yeah. They legalize I, all that shit. I love it. Except for crack, heroin and all that. that <laughs> Keep that. If it Keep grows that from to the, the earth. Side. You know, if it comes from the earth. Six dolls to choose from, bro. Get you a little variety. Oh, they got six? Let me see. Let me see the rates. What is the cost? So one for every day but rates Sunday. Rates for personal time with the dolls, eighty dollars $80 for thirty minutes with one doll. Oh my god. Nine hundred and sixty for four hours with two. You can get two joints. That's so what I'd assume that that's more expensive than a prostitute. Oh, well, but that's not illegal. Yeah. Once again, and you don't have to worry about Bro, if you STDs, etc. I, I guess if you're if you if you stand on that high of moral ground that you won't have sex with a prostitute because it's illegal, but you'll fuck a silicone doll. Hey, your bro, priorities are messed up. Twenty five percent off all prices will soon be offering weekly. That's the grand opening. That's the play. Does it make noise? I don't. Know. <laughs> just in like a hollow room. I don't know. Yo, <laughs> like, listen, l- listen to how much money you keep. That you, people can clear here. No staff interaction in order to promote the private environment. Of course, yeah. But how do we, what about cleanup and shit? How does that shit work? Uh, maybe you got to lock up time and someone six comes dolls, in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, Dor- Doris has had enough today. Let's put her away. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, free parking, though. Of course. Parking is free. You already know. Yeah. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. This is in Toronto. Is it already open? It's opening. Crazy. <laughs> Yo, man, yeah, that's up. no catch up Chicago for today. That's all we got. Dog days are summer are closing, man. Football is here. Saturday is college ball. Yeah. I'm fired up about that. It's funny because college ball is so weird because I don't know shit really till it starts and I'm watching it and I'm like, Can, all right, like Washington, Auburn. Like, I don't yeah. know anybody on Washington. I'm not the biggest college football guy, but since you brought it up and I know we're trying to wrap, just real quick, can you give me three minutes on Urban Meyer? Yeah, I can. He should have been fired. Yeah. Um, he knew. Listen, Urban Meyer has fallen the victim of being too loyal to to this dude, right? What's his name? Zach Smith. Zach Smith. Zach Smith's grandfather was Urban Meyer's um mentor or Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so like he was super locked on supporting this kid because basically Zach Smith's grandfather kind of like led him his way through coaching and got him to where he was type of thing. So he felt like, you know, I don't know if he was indebted to Zach Smith, but his family, he wanted to stay loyal to him. But he fucked up. He knew what was going on. He lied and knew what time it was. He should have been fired. It was the lie shit that really got me. Just the fact that he straight up sat up there in the press conference like, yeah, I didn't know anything about this. And then I think... He just looked like such a dumbass. He didn't. He doesn't give a fuck. In the TV statement. He doesn't care. He doesn't really he care. He clearly only came out and apologized after it was brought to his attention that he needed to. He didn't. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, it really it rubbed me the wrong way. I've been on the Urban Meyer shady train, though. Oh, dude. Going back to Florida. Listen. Check those Florida squads. One of his players went to the NFL and killed somebody. Yeah. You're talking about at least talking one about, person. You talking about Hernandez? Yeah. yeah. Maybe killed. For, dude, Aaron Hernandez had a shooting incident at Florida. Yeah, he did. Facts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was bringing everybody. Well, this is football. Listen, this is winning. This is about yeah. winning. This is about revenue. It's pure point blank. Like, don't ever let, don't ever get that twisted. Ohio State and, looks and, bad, and that's a confirmation. One hundred percent. 
with what happened with Urban Meyer. Yeah. Ohio State is about the bottom. They, dude, that that's a football school. Period. Yeah, 100%. Like, that's all they care about it's is football, football state. That's the right. It's a football state. That's and, what the and whole, Urban Meyer's lost what four games and. Five yeah. years since so he's like, been there. That's like the whole mission. Like when Michigan fans give those dudes <laughs> slander, it's like you guys are a bunch of dummies yeah. that play football and don't care yeah. about anything else in the world. Like that's their whole argument. Against Ohio State? Against Ohio State. <clears throat> Why? Well, like you know, Michigan's like highbrow. We we play we play football on an elite level, but we're also an elite Big Ten school. Our academics are elite. You guys are a bunch of dummies that play football, Look, and that's man. all you guys care about. Yeah. So like that's yeah. the whole angle there. Sure. But I mean, listen. You sure. Saw, you saw the little Urban Mile ra- rally. Did you see the signs and shit? No, but there was a rally for Joe Paterno, so I don't put stock in any of that shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. But, yeah. like, well, I mean, I don't know. Happy Valley, Columbus. I mean, we split hairs, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Penn State. <laughs> so, yeah, man, that's all we got. No catch up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. Make sure you check out A Little Rant. I'll be coming out with that weekly. A Pale Hose Report. White Sox specific. A Bleacher Bully Cub specific. Nick the Quick will be in here weekly if it doesn't rain or get too windy if it doesn't rain if it doesn't get too windy he'll be here (laughs) stay locked no catch up chicago for chicago by chicago listen up